0: It's time for the Newsmax Daily from Newsmax, America's fastest growing cable news channel. Now, now, here's your host, Rob Carson.
1: And by the grace of God, it is finally Friday, finally Friday, and even me, I think I could use a break from the day's headlines to be quite honest. That's what I try to do here. Give you a little break from uh, the day's headlines every single day. But, you know, it'd be nice just to kind of chill. This will be the last weekend before my daughter go back to school, so we'll see what happens. I haven't heard any rules as far as masks are concerned, uh, but they are stupid. Okay, they are stupid. Are you sufficiently terrified today? If not, then the Democrat Party's not doing its job. Are you uh, significantly, are you not terrified today? Is your day not being greeted by the fact that you have a 100% chance of catching COVID, and if you're unvaccinated, you're going to die? And a lot of times, if you're vaccinated, you're going to die. Just wanted you to know. Just wanted you to know, because that's what I heard yesterday all day on Propaganda, Propaganda Today, which is ABC News, by the way. Top of every hour yesterday on the radio. Just abject panic. Everybody's going to die. I do not want to live my life like this. I hope you don't want to live your life like this. And I hate to tell you this, a little pinprick ain't going to make your life completely stress-free and uh, awesome. It's just not. It's quite simply not going to do it. And that's the theme of the day.
2: Okay, okay, okay.
1: Just a little now, of course, um, that would be referring to Larry Hogan, the governor of uh, Maryland, who's been a gigantic disappointment from the very beginning. I used to live in Maryland and wow, what a colossal face plant he has done. He will never be the president of the United States yesterday. So just get the damn shot. Just get the damn shot. I'm going to get into uh, vaccine hesitation here a little bit, and, and I'm not uh, I'm not here to preach vaccination. You can do it if you want to. I have family members who have done it. Uh, that's perfectly cool. If you want to, you go for it, all right? Do I think that it should be mandated? Uh, no, I don't. No. But unfortunately, they're going to try and do it, and it's getting ugly. We have a new dumbest person in Congress. Somebody who makes AOC look like a Mensa member. Corey Bush, she comes from uh, St. Louis. She was elected on the Black Lives Matter platform, essentially. She was one of the people who went into the McCluskey's neighborhood, and uh, they attempted to overcharge the McCluskey's and make them seem like criminals when they were just defending themselves against the violent mob. Well, she said something so, so profoundly stupid, it could go in the stupid Hall of Fame in Congress. It really should. It should be enshrined. I don't know how you make stupid into a statue. I guess just her, you know, but anyway... She said basically yesterday in one sentence that she was cool with spending a couple hundred thousand dollars for her own private security, which includes armed police. And then she said something so ungodly, uh, over the top, tone deaf to her constituents in uh, St. Louis, which I would say lovely St. Louis, but it's not anymore. It's one of the most dangerous places in the country to live, depending on what part of the city you are in. Here is Corey Bush with the what could be the dumbest thing I've heard in many, many years. I'm going to make sure
3: I have security because I know I have had attempts on my life and I have too much work to do. There are too many
1: people that need help right now. Where, where, first of all, where, where were the headlines on the attempts with your life attempted assassination of a congressman? Where, where were those? I didn't see the story. Oh, I think you're making it up
3: now for me to, to allow that. So if I well, I mean, if you
1: live in, in St. Louis, you may have had an attempt on your life. You were homeless, actually, at one point. I
3: ended up spending 200000 If I spend 10, 10, 10 more dollars more on it, you know what? I get to be here to do the work. So suck it up. And defunding the police has to happen.
1: OK, so here she goes. If you spending $200,000. Now, she's this formerly homeless, just a wretched, awful person from St. Louis who has, you know, not a, a nanoparticle of a brain. Uh, barely enough to keep her autonomic immune system going uh, Saying that she'll spend all the money in the world for her own policing But, you know, suck it up, people
3: To allow that So if I end up spending 200000 If I spend $10, 10, 10 more dollars on it You know what? I get to be here to do the work So suck it up And defunding the police has to happen We need to defund the police And put that money into social safety nets
1: <laughs> We need to put that money into social safety nets What are you talking about? And, you know, we, we spend trillions of dollars on social safety nets. We started it with the with the Great Society, and uh, and, and poverty. the poverty rate has not changed at all. <laughs> the poverty rate has not changed at all. So I guess the NRC decided to put together a, a little PSA. We're using a lot of, you know, a little uh, acronyms here. Um, with regard to Cory Bush and uh, fully admitting, fully admitting what we all have known, and it's absurd to say otherwise, that the Democrats uh, want to defund the police.
4: We are clearly in cities seeing a rise in crime. It's a fact.
5: Murder and other violent crimes rose sharply in cities across the country.
3: To make sure I have security bill. If I end up spending 200000 dollars if I spend 10, 10, 10, more dollars on it, you know what? I get to be here to do the work. So they need
1: instead of a COVID test for Congress, they need an IQ test.
3: Suck it up and defunding the police has to happen. We
1: I'm I think I might be for mandatory IQ testing.
3: Need to defund the police.
1: <laughs> vote them out. Let's vote them out. Yes, vote them out. Dear God. It didn't take very long for her to become a, a DC elite, did it? Here's a Greg Kelly talking about cory bush
2: members of congress uh they may not like the police but they sure like security this is cory bush democrat from missouri
3: i'm going to make sure i have security because i know i have had attempts on my life and i
1: am more important than you
3: and i have too much work to do there are too many people that there need are too
1: many things that you need to screw up
3: Need help right now for me to, to allow that so if i end up spending two hundred thousand if i spend ten 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 more dollars on it you know what i get to be here to do the work yeah. so suck it up and defunding the police has to happen we need to oh. defund the police and put
2: that money into social safety. Now. You suck it up as your security <laughs> declines and hers yes. increases. This is a first-class idiot and a person who doesn't <laughs> seem to care and performed such a spectacle this week by pretending she was homeless. It wasn't hard for her. She's been homeless before. Cori Bush, Democrat from Missouri. Keep an eye on her.
1: And a supreme embarrassment for Missouri. Yeah. By the way, uh, more than half of unvaccinated uh, Americans believe COVID-19 shots are more dangerous than the virus itself. I I don't, personally. I'll just tell you, I don't. Over half of unvaccinated uh, Americans, 53%, many of them, a very large share of them, people of color, believe that the COVID-19 vaccines pose a higher risk than the virus itself. I don't think you're going to get those people to get the shot. This view is prominent among Americans who say they're definitely not getting the vaccine, with 75% believing the vaccine is more dangerous. In fact, the virus is far more dangerous. Out of 243,000 Americans who died of COVID since January 21st, only 1,300 have been unvaccinated. Now, this is according to the UK Daily Mail. I'm going to have to look up on this one. I don't know. I'm, I'm curious about this. The survey conducted by the Kaiser Family Foundation found that 53% of people who have not gotten the vaccine believe the shots are riskier than contracting the disease. But Anthony Fauci is saying, basically, you're going to have to start getting uh, booster shots ad nauseum. Now, we just started (laughs) delivering the vaccine like in December, right? And now it looks like we're going to need to take boosters forever.
2: Dr. Fauci? Yes, thank you for that question. Uh, As we've said and continue to say, uh, immunocompromised individuals are are vulnerable. The reason is that it is uh, clear now from the observational data that was made that they do not make, in general, with some exceptions, but in general, do not make an adequate response that we feel would be adequately protected. So in this regard, it is extremely important for us to move to get those individuals their boosters.
1: Okay, so now they're saying you need a booster. All right, so 53% of Americans say they, or people who aren't going to be vaccinated, they say it's more dangerous than the shot. And now he's saying you need another booster. And this is kind of interesting because this happened on the same day um, that uh, Moderna posted a $4 billion second quarter profit on vaccine. Shut up, line up, and take your shot, ladies and gentlemen. Moderna, yeah, calls for a third shot of vaccine to protect against the new strains. On the same day, they announced a $4 billion second quarter profit. Isn't it weird how that happens? Moderna said Thursday that people will likely need a COVID-19 vaccine booster dose to uh, protect against future mutations of the virus, touting the robust antibody response generated by a delicious, awesome, tasty shot from Moderna. I added that actually vaccine developers at Moderna are looking forward towards our vision of a single dose annual booster that provides protection against uh, COVID-19 flu, which we believe is just the beginning, just the beginning of all the money we are going to make. According to uh, CEO Stephanie Bansel, there you go, man, they're, they're making money hand over fist and about 50 billionaires have been made worldwide off the COVID. Did you realize this? And most of them are Chinese. Yeah. Yeah. Serious. Serious. This is unbelievable. Uh, CNN fired three staffers for violating company's policy by coming into the office unvaccinated. This according to uh, the New York Times. CNN has a zero tolerance for employees being unvaccinated in the office. Yeah. In the past week, we have made aware of these three employees who were coming to the office unvaccinated. All three have been terminated. Let me be clear. We have a zero ter- tolerance policy on this. I hope they get sued. I really, really, really do. If you look at the uh, the death rate on this variance, it is minuscule. It is more contagious, but it is minuscule. But that didn't stop Wolf Blitzer from lying about it yesterday. And I'm going to get to that in just a couple of seconds here. Unbelievable. They are firing people for not getting a vaccine. It is none of your business as a business owner, whether or not I have been vaccinated. That is absolutely against the law. There are HIPAA laws against that, guys, and it is nonsense. Wow. In a memo, uh, Jeff Zucker, the guy who looks exactly like Homer Simpson, who's the CEO announced CNN would uh, delay its mandatory return to office from September 7th, uh, likely to mid-October due to the surge in COVID-19 cases driven by the highly contagious Delta variant. He says, I think it's fair to say that we are all feeling a mix of anticipation, anxiety, frustration, confusion, and exasperation, which is exactly what the government wants you to do. How do you feel about it, kids? Are you going to let the fear rule your life? Is that where you are right now? Is that where you are? Are you uh, listening to the headlines yesterday? You listened to the -the over-the-top headlines yesterday that are just, I mean, it is broadcasting fear like you would not believe. Are you falling for it? Are you falling for it? I'm not. I didn't fall for it last year, and I'm not going to fall for it this year. This is all about 2022 and distracting from the awful, awful job that Joe Biden is doing in office. And it's catching up with him. Here is uh, Wolf Blitzer interviewing a CDC director Rochelle Walensky, who, by the way, issued a, uh, an eviction moratorium, which is illegal. It is not her business to do that. She is not a lawmaker, but she is doing it. Here she is talking about wearing masks indoors. All of a sudden, everything's worse. Everything's terrible. You're all going to die. And that's
6: exactly the point that we made in our guidance. So yes, they can with the Delta variant. And that was the reason that we changed our guidance last Tuesday.
1: Remember, guys, earlier this year in February, 89% of Americans were optimistic about COVID. And now, not so much. Um, Our vaccines are
6: working exceptionally well. They continue to work well for Delta. With regard to severe illness and death, they prevent it. But what they can't do anymore is prevent transmission. So if you're going home to somebody who has not been vaccinated, to somebody who can't get vaccinated, Somebody who might be immunosuppressed or a little bit frail, uh, frail.
1: which is what everybody, anybody who has uh, died from this, that's the cause. That's the that's the comorbidity.
6: Somebody who has um, uh, comorbidities that put them at high risk. I would suggest you wear a mask in public indoor settings,
7: especially if you if there is a breakthrough case. Uh, you get COVID, you're fully vaccinated, but you are totally asymptomatic. You could still pass on the virus. someone else is that right
1: and there is i mean a wolf blitzer is a butt-kissing water carrier it gets even worse listen to this
7: and do you think that before that will happen the emergency use authorization for these vaccines will be changed to complete and full authorization that lies squarely with the fda but i know that they're working very hard we're having
6: conversations with those countries and we're looking
1: with a name like wolf do you suppose he's been vaccinated against rabies too
6: at the same data that they are looking at and we are making our independent decisions looking at the data they have collaborating with the data we have and we'll make those decisions in collaboration with the fda
1: and as the uh, as the 2022 election year approaches we will definitely ramp it up
7: all right, well, I'm anxious to get my third shot if that's going to help. I'm sure a lot of people are anxious to get. Because I want to do
1: my part, dear leader. I want to do my part. I'm a good boy. I'm Wolf. Arr, arr,
7: arr. All right, well, I'm anxious to get my third shot if that's going to help. I'm sure a lot of people are anxious to get their third shot as well.
1: Wow. Wow, wow. Oh, here's Wolf lying about the Delta
7: variant. 95% of the hospitalizations are among the unvaccinated. But when you were asked today by our chief White House correspondent, Caitlin Collins, uh, you said those numbers were from January through June, June uh, and didn't reflect the data we have now from the Delta variant, which I'm told by experts is entirely different than the older uh, variants, uh, very highly transmissible, much more
1: deadly. And that would be a lie. Here's Rand Paul setting it straight. But
8: right now they're going back to masks saying it's the Delta variant. Well, there's one large study out of England from Public Health England, 92,000 patients. And do you know how many people died in the vaccinated wing of this under age 50? Zero. Do you know how many people died? There were 52,000 people unvaccinated. Do you know how many people died? Six. That works out to 0.08% less than the flu. That's under age 50. Over age 50, it was about half as many people died as were dying last year. So the Delta variant is more transmissible, but less deadly. But if you say that, Facebook will take you down, they'll chastise you, take away your birthday, and say you're spreading mistruth. But it's absolutely factual. The Delta variant is more transmissible, but far less deadly than the virus from last year.
1: Okay, there you go. By the way, a majority of American voters are not convinced the federal government is reporting unbiased information on the effectiveness of vaccines for COVID. This is a Convention of States Action Trafalgar Group survey released Thursday. How confident are you that the federal government is reporting unbiased information on the effectiveness of COVID-19 vaccines? Overall, a majority are not confident that the federal government is presenting an unbiased information just over 50% said they are either not very confident or not confident at all. Of those 37% said they are not confident whatsoever. Meanwhile, 44% expressed confidence and of those 28.4 are very confident like Wolf Blitzer. Arr, arr, arr. Coming up I'm gonna share a little bit of uh, news from Kamala Harris, the least popular vice president since the 1970s. The View has it figured out why she's the most unpopular, and of course, it's the most obvious answer from the host of The View, and I can think you can imagine what it is. We're going to get to that, and also she's saying that they need to focus more on her uh, content. <laughs> okay, but you know we've got out of control government spending. We've got another two trillion dollar stimulus package going through the Congress, it's supposed to be going for infrastructure. None of it is going for infrastructure. It's a joke, and they want to spend another seven trillion dollars before twenty twenty two, which means the American dollar is going into the toilet. To say the least, you know, it's not going into the toilet. You know what will be here a thousand years from now? Invaluable gold and silver. The only company I recommend is American Hartford gold. They sell physical gold and silver delivered right to your door or inside your IRA, whatever you feel more secure with. And they make it easy. They have the highest rating from the Better Business Bureau. It's an A plus rating. Call them right now It's a special offer for my show. They will give you up to $1,500 of free silver on your first order, okay? Here's the number, 866-204-8226. That's 866-204-8226, or just text the word ROB to 65532. Okay, my name, Rob, R-O-B, 65532. Consider it, guys, because uh, things are going south of the country with government spending, with overregulation, and the devaluation of the dollar. Everybody sees it coming. Next, Rob, to 65532 for American Hartford Gold. We heard yesterday from this, uh, this Dr. Michael Ulsterholm that uh, you're going to get it. You're going to get this new COVID. The White House says seven states, Alabama, Arkansas, Florida, Louisiana, Missouri, uh, Mississippi, and Texas account for half of new cases and hospitalizations despite making up a quarter of the population. I would like to see footage from the crowded emergency rooms. Have we seen the crowded emergency room footage yet? Anybody? Now, you'll recall that we had the the COVID last year, and we did not fill up America's emergency rooms. In fact, uh, Donald Trump, he helped to get two hospital ships ready to go, one to go to San Francisco, one to go to New York. Neither of them were used. In New York City, they converted a convention center for those who had COVID. It was never used. I need to see things before I believe them. Here is, and I played this yesterday, but I think it's important, this is uh, this, this Ulster Home guy saying the new variant, the next variant, which doesn't exist yet, is going to be more dangerous than Delta. How do you tell this? You've
9: warned that the next variant could be, quote, Delta on steroids. What do you mean by that?
8: Well, basically, the variants that we're concerned
1: about uh, in terms of uh, their... Inc- he's talking about something that doesn't exist, which means he's pulling his answer out of his... You know. increased risk to humans, have one of three
8: characteristics, or all three. One is they're more infectious, which we know Delta is substantially more infectious, even than Alpha, which that by itself...
1: Zeta Theta Beta is going to be
8: terrible. ...more infectious. Number two, that they can cause more severe illness, just related to the question you just asked about... But it's not doing that, actually, not at all. But Does it cause more severe illness for the number of people who are infected? And number three, does it have a way of evading immune uh, protection? Is it somehow get around the va- vaccine vaccines or get around the protection you get from natural infection. And then why do you get the vaccine? And any one of those three characteristics could
1: make another variant worse. And by the way, I just want to mention something very quickly. And I've been thinking about this a good deal because about uh, two weeks ago, a study came out that the Biden administration had been counting flu deaths as COVID. Okay. That story went away. You cannot find it on Google. I have it. And I'm going to mention something because a lot of uh, health professionals have said, "Oh yeah, well the reason why that there's been no flu deaths at all—normally seven hundred thousand people hospitalized, seventy, eighty thousand people die of the flu—the reason being is because of the masking, the masking." Oh, okay, okay. So yeah, that's good. Okay, so so the masking stopped the flu, and they're recommending that we wear masks to prevent you from getting COVID. So why is COVID still catching on? You said that the, wait a minute, masking fix the flu, but masking doesn't work on COVID. They're both about the same size. None of them is smaller than the other. They're all microscopic and go, can go through cloth masks. So don't tell me that nonsense. Don't tell me that Nonsense. The former CDC director before, Rochelle Walensky, said that hospitals and counties and states have a perverse incentive to diagnose COVID, and it's monetary. And hospitals and counties and states have made a ton of money with COVID diagnosis. A ton of money. Here is this Ulster Home fool saying that everybody is going to get it. And I mentioned this yesterday. No disease in the history of mankind has gotten 100% of the population. Listen to this.
9: Your new analysis shows that almost every single unvaccinated American who hasn't gotten COVID yet is likely to catch it. How soon could that happen?
8: Well, as I've said time and time again for months, <laughs> this virus is highly infectious. Yeah. If you decide to try to run the game clock out, don't try to do it. This virus will find you. It will infect you eventually.
1: The virus doesn't find you. It's not. Uh, it's not. Doesn't have a conscience, so <laughs> it's not going to find you. And and again, even the Black Plague, not one hundred percent of the population was affected by it. That is a uh, that is a giant flaming pile of you know what. <laughs> so, Vice President Kamala Harris is expressing her frustration with corporate media for featuring sound bites over substance in their coverage of her. She said in an interview with the, uh, the Atlantic, part of my frustration is the way that this system rewards soundbites as opposed to depth and thought. <laughs> have you ever gotten anything? Have you ever gotten depth and thought from Kamala Harris at all? Harris and her team have stumbled in the first six months of office, careening from crisis to crisis with painfully awkward moments. A new poll shows that Harris is the least popular in modern history. Her biggest struggle remains with handling the border crisis after Biden put her in charge in March, earning criticism from the right for completely failing to stem the crisis and criticism for the le- uh, from the left for telling migrants not to come to the border. And by the way, she did, did it so passionately. Don't come, please don't come, whatever you do. 220,000 came in July. That's a failure. She failed. She failed. It's not about sound bites, it's that she's a failure. She's a joke and she's a failure. She was ridiculed for uh, a warning against voter ID because some areas do not have uh, Kinko's or Office Max. <laughs> but The View hasn't figured out. The View hasn't figured out. The reason why you don't like Kamala Harris is not because she's an idiot. is not because she hasn't accomplished anything in her life. is not because of her awful cackle and her terrible decision making. No, 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 no. It's, uh, it's exactly what you think The View would think.
3: Not surprisingly, several polls seem to have found that Vice President Kamala Harris has the lowest approval of any vice president since the 70s. You know how much stuff I believe in polls, but
10: where do you think this is coming from, Joy? Well, let's see what is different about her that we haven't seen before. What could it be? Oh, that's right. She's a woman and she's black. I almost forgot.
1: Now, I just wanted to mention something. You just had the uh, the story handed off to you from a woman who is black, who is uh, one of the most all time popular comedians in the history of uh, of comedy. She's still wildly popular, even though her views are just like Are you are you kidding? Uh, she is a the American Dream. Whoopi Goldberg is the American Dream. She just passed it off to you, and I would venture to say uh, that people who watch your show, largely white suburban Karens. i just going to say that real quick there. Joie.
2: Um, <laughs> you know...
1: <laughs> Uh, let's tell the truth here. I mean, that- no, let's not tell the truth. What you just did is insulted the audience. What you just did is insulted Americans, saying that we immediately think of race and color when that has nothing to do with it. It's all about competence. That's what it's all about, kids. It's all about competence. And honestly, I just get so tired of this nonsense. I just don't. You just get so tired of this nonsense. Absolutely, absolutely ridiculous. Yeah. Education Secretary Miguel Cardona told the governors of Texas and Florida not to be the reason schools are interrupted. Governors Ron DeSantis and Greg Abbott said no to face masks. Obviously, this man is a political tool. He has no, uh, he has no uh, care about the children who are going back to school have to breathe their own waste. Here is Education Secretary Miguel Cardona. ...to governors like Governor
11: DeSantis in Florida and Governor Abbott of Texas who have banned mask mandates. You know, don't be the reason why schools are interrupted. Our, our kids have suffered enough.
1: Let's do what we know works. Yeah, well, if your, your kids have suffered enough, then why the hell are you wanting them to wear masks again? Let's do what we know works. Uh, wouldn't you say that the suffering was caused by wearing masks? Politics should, doesn't have a role in this. Well, it's 100%. The, the politics is coming from you and the Biden administration.
11: Educators know what to do. Uh, we did it last year. So
1: No, though, they don't, actually. They don't. In fact, they, they proved to show everyone they, they don't know what the hell they're doing because they didn't go to back to work, and the union said don't go back to work based on no science whatsoever. So, honestly, um, no, no. Uh, Mr. Cardona, you're kind of a tool. Pretty much kind of a tool.
4: Wake
1: up. Let's move on to uh, some of the great guests and some of the great topics on Newsmax. You know, Cori Bush, she just uh, said that she could spend $200,000 for private security, but wants the police to be, wants them to be defunded. Ron Schmidt talked to uh, Harrison Floyd, not Harrison Ford, not Harrison Ford. Uh, he was uh, works with Blacks for Trump about
5: Cori Bush. Well, uh, first, I uh, would like to probably ask the congresswoman or remind her that, you know, you work for the taxpayers, and when questions come up about frivolous spending, it is inappropriate. It's unprofessional, and it's unbecoming of a member of Congress to tell people to suck it up. Not only that, the last time that I checked, Congress uh, uh, members of Congress only make one hundred seventy-four thousand dollars a year. Yeah. So I'd really like to know one: where are you getting the money from? Number
1: one. I'd like to know where uh, where AOC gets one point four million dollars to uh, spend to a marketing company to sell T-shirts.
5: Right. Two: is this business yeah. black-owned and black-operated? Since we're all black, everything nowadays. And um, I, I really probably don't don't think it is, but I wouldn't uh, be surprised from someone who admires a former president with a $12 million mansion on Martha's Vineyard. No, it's actually, wants,
1: it's actually $14 million.
5: Wanted to have a 700-plus birthday party without folks wearing masks while the rest of the country suffers.
1: Now, I want you to compare the abject panic on the news media yesterday with regard to the new Delta variant versus... Barack Obama's going to have a 700-person birthday party this weekend. And the only reason he canceled it was because he got called out. That Mayor Mariel Bowser of of D.C. is so terrified about this new Delta variant that she is requiring masks indoors. And she immediately, the same day that the order takes effect, is uh, seen in an indoor wedding without a mask on. And no one in the room had a mask on. Okay. Uh, You've got AOC in a photo op the day before yesterday out in front of the Capitol steps only putting the mask on when the camera was taking pictures, not of the footage of her just kind of walking around, hugging people, talking to people in close quarters without a mask on. If this is indeed the Delta variant, which is more deadly, and it's going to eventually reach 100% of the population, don't you suppose they would be panicked? They're not. You know why? I would say that they have a death wish, but that's, that's you, know, you know, honestly, that's nonsense at this point. I, I, I brought it up as a point. But really, is they don't believe the BS that they're peddling you. They don't believe the BS they're peddling you. Otherwise, both houses of Congress would require masking indoors instead of just the House versus the Senate. Honestly, we're not stupid. Cortez and Pellegrino, two of my favorite people on Newsmax, talked to Emerald uh, Robinson, who's a stellar White House reporter about the border. Jen Psaki yesterday had to admit that they are letting people over the border wholesale without uh, any proof of vaccination and releasing him into the country.
9: Look, even the hotel managers down there, a lot of them are unaware that they're being housed in their hotels and then they find out after. She's
1: the- talking like Brownsville, Texas.
9: I spoke to one in McAllen uh, at a, a chain there and he wasn't aware when he found out he did have the moved because so many of them were visibly sick. And it was concerning to guests who had booked their hotel who were not migrants. So that's the ongoing situation. I also talked with McKellen officials yesterday about what is happening on the ground. And one lady, one uh, official with the city, I mean, they're, just, they're just very much overwhelmed. And though the positivity rate has stayed about the same.
1: Our border has been breached. One of the sacred duties of the federal government and the president of the United States is to protect our sovereign borders. And they have failed at this. They have failed at this.
9: The number of migrants have increased. So now they have so many more COVID cases coming in via the increased number of migrants. But when the press secretary was asked about that day today, they continue to really struggle on this messaging because there is a contradiction about what they're asking American citizens to do and the disparity of how they're handling these migrants. However, today she deferred once again to the city of McAllen, Texas.
11: I okay. think it's important to note what's actually happening in McAllen. So there's actually been. Do you
1: really know Gen Gen?
11: They signed a disaster declaration and approved setting up a temporary emergency shelter to provide a space to create an isolated space to mitigate uh, this, this issue. This is
1: nonsense, actually. It's a, it's a blip on the radar
11: issue. And what happens is uh, DHS, this is the process of what happens. Uh, the agency, one, we're continuing to enforce Title 42, uh, resulting first in the expulsion of the vast majority of those. Encountered at the border. Sure. Uh, we also uh, CBP also provides migrants who can't be expelled under Title 42 uh, with PPE. They're required to wear. They're
1: sending. Hundreds of thousands of migrants across the country wholesale. Don't let her try to lie to you.
11: The PPE, if any exhibit signs of illness in CBP, CBP uh, custody, they're referred to local health systems for appropriate testing, diagnosis. And
1: that's absolutely uh, a lie. That's absolutely a lie. Here's a little bit more uh, with Cortez and Pellegrino and Emerald Robinson.
9: Steve and Jen, the White House is really struggling on this messaging. And when they put out a policy, so let's take, for example, their um, travel policy that they're introducing that would require. Uh, foreign travelers to be inoculated to get the vaccine before coming into the united states they they're really struggling on providing the data or why it's the certain way they get and the why the travel ban is the way it is given you know the rates around the countries and in fact that was something else that jen really struggled with what is that hey when she was asked that and she just couldn't articulate it essentially what she ended up saying is you're right. It's confusing. Listen to how listen to how she struggled with it.
11: However, what our interagency working groups are focused on, and this is, I think, what was reported, uh, is uh, working to develop a plan for a consistent and safe international travel policy, and that will be done through the prison. Yeah, they're going
1: to ask people for vaccine passports to get in the country. They're not doing it that at the southern border. Of uh, providing
11: consistent guidance, equitable guidance, digestible.
1: Blah 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 blah. Digestive guidance. Well, guidance, and there's a lot- digestible guidance. What is that? Is that like the, one of those uh, those uh, little back? Bacteria that you swallow and, you, you, you know, makes you poop better.
11: Uh, providing consistent guidance, equitable guidance, digestible guidance. And there's a lot of confusion about... There
1: are days that I need digestible guidance, but uh, not today. I'm actually pretty cool. ...what the restrictions are now. And you all have asked a lot of good
11: questions about it because it feels inconsistent. And it is. Oh, it is.
1: It is. It's absolutely 100 been inconsistent because you're always doing the CYA. Because C-Y-A. Um,
11: but that's what our focus is. So that uh, is is certainly understruck. Oh, blah, blah, blah. Wow, she's not
1: even talking now. Consideration. I mean, she's talking. She's not saying anything. But
11: it is under a um, a policy process review right now. That I won't get ahead of myself
1: because we really don't know what the hell we're doing, and we will change our tune tomorrow. So, Eric Bowling talked to Joe Thiesman. That was pretty cool. Eric's got a brand new show. It's absolutely kicking butt. And uh, Joe Thiesman talked about what's going to be different this year dealing with COVID in the NFL.
0: Yawn i really think that we had to adjust a lot last year at least the fans have a chance to get into the stands now so you'll be able to ride the wave of emotion and energy yeah
1: we had an entire season of stupid with cardboard cutouts and and canned applause last year that was fun
0: from the fans the guys had to really make a oh. big adjustment no otas which are off-season training no mini camps didn't have any of that basically had a limited training camp everything you did you got off of zoom So now all of a sudden, you have to go play football. And I I thought the first Three weeks of the season was really like modified preseason. Now you have a... More in other
1: words, it was pretty sucktacular.
0: Or normal, if you want to call it that situation, where you've had the offseason to train. You've had the installations going in. I think we'll be a lot more efficient as an, as an organization. I know the league basically, on a daily basis, continues to update the coaches and the players on what the protocol is going to be.
1: You know, I love uh, Joe, Joe think He's a pretty cool person. I really, really do. But I'm going to tell you right now, um, this season they're expecting to go super woke in the NFL. And I am curious to see what happens when the first person kneels during the Black National Anthem. That's what they're going to do. They're going to play the national anthem. Then they're going to play the separate black national anthem. In other words, the segregated black national anthem. They're segregating the black population out of the America, which was what they used to do with Jim Crow, Democrat policy, and they're creating their own national anthem. So I want to know what's going to happen when the first person kneels during the black national anthem. I want to, I can't wait for the outrage. I really can't wait for the outrage. Because they're going to be called racist, and the reason why you're not standing for the Black National Anthem is because you're a racist. I would encourage people of all colors to kneel during the Black National Anthem. Because, uh, honestly, I'm not going to stand for a separate country. A lot of people died, a lot of people went to jail to fight segregation, and this is nonsense. There is one thing that unites us in this country, that is citizenry and language. Those two things. Once you separate us on the basis of race, then the country fails. The only anthem you should stand for is our national anthem. Here's a little bit more about uh, well, from Joe Thysman. I do. Uh, I disagree with him on this. Actually, uh, he doesn't seem to have a big problem with uh, the Redskins changing their name.
4: Right? Used to be the Redskins. I still like calling the Redskins. I, we, we let's note that the Cleveland. Indians became the Cleveland Guardians, your, your thoughts, about a minute or so, your thoughts on these name changes, where, where do you stand on that?
0: I think, that, I think it's indicative of where we are in society today, Eric. Oh, blah, I think blah, a lot blah. of you know, we see a lot of changes and um, I was... Joe, a- you're not being very spineful. Washington Redskins uh, are... You're being spineless. We won championships doing that. It's a part of the history of the franchise at this point. Um, I really feel like what it is now, it's an opportunity for the players that are currently involved on the football team have a chance to create their own legacy now. It's time to start whatever it is. we We've been the Redskins. We are the Washington football team and from every that i get in a year from now we will have a new logo and a new name so whatever it might be obviously we're not going to be the guardians eric i mean it's just that name's taken
1: yeah well what are they going to be what what are they going to be honestly well let's just call them the marshmallow people let's call them the cotton balls let's call them the cotton balls of the snowflakes we don't want to offend anybody we don't want to offend anybody wow 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 Oh, uh, Greg Kelly talked about the uh, one of the police officers who was brought before the January 6th hearing. The uh, kangaroo court really wasn't a court, but it was definitely kangaroo. Uh, four hand-selected leftist uh, police officers on the Capitol grounds who would uh, muster up some tears and appear to be heroes. One of them actually got a Time magazine cover. All right. Now, nothing against the Capitol Hill police, but let's face it, 364 days out of the year, uh, not exactly, you know, he- pounding the beat in, uh, in parts of D.C. that are really dangerous for Chicago. Not exactly. Uh, literally, uh, the, the two largest cities in the country, you could take their police budgets and combine them. essentially. Well, no, actually, I've heard $450 million annual budget for Capitol Police. And most of the time, they're pretty much just kind of stand there and do selfies and wave at people. Not that
2: it gets their service, but honestly, this
1: man does not belong on Time magazine's cover.
2: Um, This Fanon character still continues to make a spectacle out of himself. Uh, Officer Michael Fanon of the Metropolitan Police Department. He's the one who yelled at uh, Congress uh, last week. Here he is on the cover of Time (laughs) magazine. Wow! He is being now so exploited by Democrats, some Republicans. Oh, he's going willingly. He's a tool. And definitely, definitely by the media. I wish him well. I think he's uh, in way over his head and he's being used. And this is, um, I wish him well.
1: I just think he's kind of an arrogant jerk, to be quite honest. I'll just go ahead and say it. Uh, Here is uh, Greg Kelly talking with Dick Morris about
2: uh, Biden's COVID narrative, which is all over the road. It does seem like the narrative is starting to change on Joe Biden and COVID.
10: Yeah, I think it is, Uh, and I think that it's going to have a huge effect, not just on him, but on all of us. Uh, The left has consistently maintained that the conservatives are dismissive of the danger and cavalier about it, and the uh, right has always maintained that the left is unduly paranoid, restrictive, and control-oriented. I agree. Well, right now, the Delta cases are up, but the death rate's not. If that carries through, we will all have learned. And that it will because they're playing you. Biden and the left were going way over to the wrong side in demanding all these restrictions. If the death rate climbs, we're all going to have to admit that maybe we made too harsh a partial judgment ourselves. I think that you're going to see that the death rate... Every time
1: they've suggested the death rate was going to be higher, they were absolutely wrong.
10: It's not increased. I think you'll see that after six to eight weeks, it begins, cases begin to abate like they have in Holland. And I think that will be a massive lesson to this country, that the Democrats were overreacting, over-controlling, and attempting to fabricate a crisis where one did not exist.
1: That will be the legacy of this. That will be the legacy of this. Here's Greg Kelly talking with Mark Morgan about uh, Biden border COVID hypocrisy, allowing people to stream over the border wholesale uh, without being tested, without being vaccinated. Don't let them try to fool you. They're not doing any of it. And the reason being is they don't think the COVID variant right now is a major threat to America. They only want to use it in certain states, generally that are Republican as a cudgel and as a weapon of fear.
4: So they're saying, look, we we, we have to wear masks. I I can't go to a restaurant without wearing a mask. And it goes on and on. Yet at the Southwest border, this administration is encouraging and facilitating the illegal entry of hundreds of thousands of migrants every single month. But the July numbers we're anticipating are gonna be over 210,000. And here's where this administration has lied to the American people. It's not just unaccompanied minors that they're letting pour into the country. It's also families. Even though Title 42, that CDC order, allows Border Patrol to remove them immediately, this administration is still allowing 80% of the families to illegally enter this country. And then as you just... You hear that, Jim? ...show, they're being transported throughout this entire country. And here's the big kicker, Greg. They're not being tested. DHS right now, I'm being conservative, has released over 180,000 family members into this country. Guess how many they've tested? Zero. Right now, you can be a family illegally in another- well, you're saying the. country. You say the Jed lying to us. Country, tell border to- Oh, by the way, our whole family <laughs> has COVID. Guess what this administration is doing? That's okay. Come on in. It's absolutely absurd, and it's hypocrisy.
1: And it's because they don't believe the BS that they're telling you. I'm not telling you to get vaccinated or unvaccinated or what. I don't care. I don't care. But there are a lot of things to me that say we are being played one more time. Because 2022 is coming up and Joe Biden is doing a terrible job. It is the reverse Midas touch. Joe Biden has come in and touched things that were gold and turned them into crap. Like the border. Like Donald Trump's border policy. Like Donald Trump's COVID policy. It's gold. ding, Turns to crap. (laughs) Turns to crap. By the way, and this is uh, some food for thought before we go today. USA Today's Nancy Armour. On Sports Seriously said, if you rooted against the U.S. women's Olympic team, you're not an American. (laughs) Now, wait a minute. The most unpatriotic thing you can do is kneel during the national anthem as a sign of disrespect to the country and its history. And yet, if you say, because you're rooting against America, and I'm choosing to root against the team because of that, that I'm not an American, this is... Absolutely fantastic. What a tool. She said, if you want to call yourself a patriot wrap yourself in a flag, then say that you're rooting against the American team. I got news for you. You're not a patriot. You're not an American. I remember years ago, uh, Hillary Clinton said, the most patriotic thing you can do is to protest against your country. No, it's not. The most patriotic thing you can do is to fight and die for your country. That would be the most patriotic thing you could do. Now, this uh, apparently, Nancy Armour apparently is a, is a constitutional scholar. She mentioned that one of the United States founding principles or one of the founding values is peaceful protest and the ability to do so. You know, say what you believe. Well, yeah, and I think the the U.S. Olympic team, women's Olympic team sucks. She said, I got emails saying uh, on they should more to North Korea or China. You want them to stifle themselves. Uh, This is exactly what they do in authority regimes. All of you people thinking that you're reflecting on these teams for speaking out and asking out our country to do better and you don't believe in what America believes in, so step off. Well, no, no, no. You see, there's protocol. There's a place and time for freedom of speech, and at work, you have no freedom of speech. I'm just going to tell you right now, uh, if you go to Walmart, you want to wear a BLM t-shirt and say, I don't want to wear that blue vest, they will fire you, all right? If you wear a different kind of shoe than the, than the NFL wants you to wear uh, because you want Black Lives Matter cleats, they will fine you. They will make you remove the shoes. You have no right, no right whatsoever to the First Amendment when you are at work, and if you are allowed to do it at work, that is fine. It appears the U.S. women's Olympic team has said, fine, you can do it. And the American people have the right to express themselves as well. And to say, you do not deserve my adulation. I don't support you because you're on the U.S. Olympic women's soccer team representing the country. And you choose to diss the country. Do you understand what I'm saying there, Nance Yeah, you'd be the one who's, uh, who's not an American. Because you selectively use the First Amendment. I don't selectively use the First Amendment. I apply it where it is absolutely unchallenged. And then there are places where you just quite simply will not have the right to complete free speech. And one of those places is work. One of those places is work. Guys, that's going to do it for the show. I really appreciate you joining me this week. I also hope you'll join me this weekend because I've got a huge, huge show for Newsmax. It's called Rob Carson's What in the World, if you haven't seen it. It is a really funny take on the news. It is kind of a combination of Mystery Science 3000 theater and uh, and the Daily Show. But it's conservative. It is uh, on Saturday night at 9, Sunday at 2, uh, Saturday at 4. I mean, it's all over the place. If you want complete details on it, NewsmaxTV.com for the schedule. You'll really enjoy the show. Also, if you would get get the chance to this weekend or today, download this podcast on Apple Podcasts. Okay? Apple Podcast, the Newsmax Daily with Rob Carson. It is free. It's portable. I make it short enough. It's perfect for a workout or a walk or maybe even a drive to work. So just do that, and that would be great if you can leave a five-star review. I would appreciate it. I would appreciate it. I want to thank American Hartford Gold for sponsoring the show, by the way. If you're interested in adding gold and silver to your portfolio, just text ROB to 65532, 65532. If you do that, that would be awesome. In the meantime, guys, have a glorious a glorious uh, weekend. God bless you. God bless our military. God bless our police. Remember Ashley Babbitt. And until Monday, do not catch the stupid.
0: Thanks for listening to the Newsmax Daily with Rob Carson. Check your cable guide or NewsmaxTV.com. Or watch free on YouTube, Roku, Apple, Pluto, Sumo, Amazon Fire, and your smart TV. Newsmax, America's fastest growing cable news channel. Check NewsmaxTV.com for details.